0: Whistle while you work Put on that grin and start riding right to whistle loud and loud. Just a Welcome to Company Break, a program dedicated to the companies and organizations in our local area, giving them a chance to talk about what services they can provide for you, our WCRI listeners. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Company Break. I'm Mike mayo Very pleased to be sitting once again with the owner of Dave's Coffee, and that's Dave Landing. is here. Welcome back, Dave. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be back. Nice to have you again. We had the privilege of having you with us last spring. Um, I think right about just about the same time of year, maybe a little bit later in the year but uh here we are once again and catching up on dave's coffee which is becoming something of a of a name in rhode island Uh, i say becoming because it seems like every time i go somewhere i hear about it again and uh it's uh you know 10 years ago not so much but now pretty active how long has dave's coffee been around so we've been around officially for
1: twelve years. Okay, um, we started roasting about ten years ago our own coffee. So that's really when it took off as as a as a brand itself.
0: Right, and located in two locations, or or kind of three.
1: <laughs> right. So we have our original location, which is um, on Route One in Charlestown in an old 1740s farmhouse Um, that was our first location and also where we have our other business, Galapagos Boutique, um, both housed in that same location. And then we have a spot that we opened just about seven years ago in Providence on the east side and that's at 341 South Main Street. Um, And then our roastery where we do all of our coffee roasting and production and things like that is in Narragansett.
0: Okay. And for those of you that are real Providence aficionados, he's not really on the east side. He's really on South Main Street. For those of us that live on the east side, <laughs> we consider that the valley. <laughs> <laughs> or you also call it Fox Point, right? Well, there or, you go. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, some landmarks, you're down near where the uh, very popular uh, farmer's market is uh, in that area. And, right. Uh there's other places, not too far from the seafood restaurant, Hemingway's, right? Correct, right. right. Not that general area, so people know approximately where you are. And uh, it's it's one of those locations where every time I drive by there, which I do frequently, it seems like there's almost a line out the door.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a great location. I mean, obviously, we draw a lot from the universities being a, a block from Brown, and RISD is there, and and all of the student population, plus that that strip of uh, South Main. There's a lot of offices with the, all the attorneys
0: sure. and things like that. So it stays busy for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a great location. So check that out. And the original uh, you mentioned. Uh is in is in conjunction with another one of your businesses, and just explain what that is, so people. That's not what we're about today, but at least let's <laughs> let's touch on it and uh, tell everybody what it's about.
1: Sure. So that's actually our was our first business, Galapagos Boutique, and we opened twenty. This will be twenty seven years this July that we've we've been there, and um, at an amazing store. My wife uh, curates all of the clothing, does the merchandising, the selling, like everything. And we have a small men's section of really special clothing. And then we also have uh, primarily women's clothing. And it's two, two floors, two full floors of amazing merchandise.
0: Now did that, uh, when that started, since it was before Dave's Coffee, was Dave's Coffee a spinoff or was that something you always wanted to do? So Dave's Coffee originally
1: began as um, just a counter where we served coffee in Galapagos Boutique. Hmm. So it wasn't uh, an espresso bar, it was not It was just a, a few air pots of coffee from a local roaster that we used to buy from in Galapagos
0: Boutique, and then things just kind of evolved into Dave's Coffee from that. That's going to be an interesting transition. So you're buying coffee like <laughs> just about the rest of the entire world does, and all of a sudden one day you decide, we should do this ourselves. Right. <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of like, oh, I'm driving a car, I should own a car dealership. <laughs> Uh, well, I have i mean, coffee has always held a special spot
1: in my heart. You know, it's like right. I've always loved coffee. And, you know, being a Rhode Islander, it's kind of part of our heritage. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's cool. And uh, things have grown from the original, uh, let's have some coffee, to uh, having some other products. And uh, you have some, something you told me before we went on the air is very exciting to me. Uh, tell us about the, the new Method that might be coming in for a cup of coffee?
1: Yeah, so we're working on a single serve brew method, but um, it's almost like if you could envision uh, ground coffee in a tea bag. And it's a single serve, one cup uh, way to make coffee. And kind of the challenge with that is always like the freshness aspect. So once you grind coffee, the clock starts ticking on freshness and taste and flavor and things like that. Um, so this method uses a, it's triple nitrogen flushed. So oxygen, Wait, obviously, I mean, you have to say that again. Triple right, what? Nitrogen flushed. Okay. So when you when you grind coffee and and put it in a little sachet and in a bag, if there's oxygen in there, it starts to deteriorate the taste and flavor of the coffee almost immediately. Hmm. So what what you do is if you inject nitrogen, flush out all of the oxygen it preserves that freshness of the coffee.
0: Okay. Cuz I haven't heard those two terms together flush and coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so it's a it's a method of keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. That's always been the
1: big challenge, you know, with the single serve uh, method as far as like Unless you're using a pot or a capsule or something, and those are all also flushed with nitrogen. Nitrogen is a you know odorless, tasteless gas that just gets rid of oxygen. So mm. so that's what helps.
0: So the the unmentionable uh, round about silver dollar size. Cover uh, <laughs> plastic module <laughs> right, right. There you go. <laughs> um, is something that hopefully you could replace someday,
1: yeah. It, it you know, in this method of of it's called immersion brewing. You know we when you take the ground coffee, you put it in in hot water right. And um it's you know the the packaging for that we're using is um, all biodegradable. We're using a soy based ink to to print on it. So it's really a great alternative, and the convenience of it is is also the big thing for the customer. And that's the draw for for single-serve in general is that people want something that's easy, that's instant pretty much, and, and doesn't have a big cleanup involved with it. So this is a great um, alternative. And, and, you know, also thinking people on the go, people that, that don't have electricity, if they're out camping, they're in their, you know, wherever – um, it's just gonna. I think it's going to be a really, really
0: exciting new product. So the opportunity, as I see it, without spending a whole lot of time thinking about this, is the number one is eliminating those plastic modules that accumulate by the millions daily and go into landfills or whatever, wherever right. they end up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, this is an opportunity to relieve that. Uh, that problem, and the other thing is, you know, down the road, you actually, you know, most kitchens and most offices have a microwave, and they can heat water. Right, right. So instead of having a couple hundred dollar machine that handles those pods, you can now eliminate that couple hundred dollar machine exactly, and exactly. have heated water. And, right. And an immersion of the, of the new uh, new product. Right. It's also smaller, I would think, too, right? It is smaller. You don't need all of the equipment. And um, really
1: quick example that, that came up just this past week, my wife and I were in Chicago on Monday and Tuesday for a, a trade show. And the hotel we're at, uh, I'm an early riser, so I woke up at 530, and um, I, ca- I wanted to get some coffee. I'm in a city, I don't know where to go. I called room service. They weren't open yet until 7.
0: <laughs> I know the problem. <laughs> so,
1: if there were yeah, if there was like something in the room aside from from the current you know options that would deliver a really good cup of coffee and really good flavor and easy, that would mm-hmm. be perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh, it uh, sounds exciting. Now, is this a, a dream at this point, or is this getting close to reality?
1: It's getting very close to reality, and if all goes as planned, um, we're thinking late spring, early summer that we could release this product. Really? Yeah. So months away, not yes. years away.
0: Right, right, yes. And um, what would be the normal competition, if you would say, uh, other than the plastic module? Are there other things similar to that out there?
1: There, there aren't, there, there are like, um, kind of clumsy, you know, brew methods like pour over and things like that. that right. A lot
0: of hotels have those uh, right. packets with the, with the, that never seem to fit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: So there isn't anything as easy. And, um, also, you know, the quality of the flavor of the cup of coffee is, is something that, that you can't compare to.
0: Okay, and uh, hopefully this will be not a, only available at retail locations, but purchasable online.
1: Absolutely online, and also at uh, you know we have quite a few wholesale partners that we work with at, you know grocers and in hotels and restaurants and things like that.
0: So that's something that uh, to look forward to and yes, a new resolution of how to get rid of those plastic <laughs> pods without mentioning the evil name <laughs> that <you> know, Houston. <laughs> Now it's uh let's see we have Walmart. Before that we had a store called Kmart. I'm giving you hints (laughs) without saying that name. All right. Well we want to talk about some other things that are happening at Dave's Coffee and uh one of the other exciting things is that you do have a, a third facility which uh, is now getting closer to uh, producing coffee syrup in-house, right?
1: Right. So we, we, you know, we've always roasted our coffee in Narragansett and packaged and all these things. But um, we've, we've used a co-packer for the bottling of our coffee syrup just because of the equipment that's involved and in, in things like that. Um, so we've been working the past, well, it's going to be six or eight months now, to bring the entire uh, production of the coffee syrup in-house. So we do everything from, you know, we bring the green beans in, roast them, cold brew them, and then make the syrup and bottle them. So we're on our final step in that. We, we got all of our equipment in and um, we have our inspections at the end of this month. And then we should be doing everything for our coffee syrup under one roof
0: in Narragansett. Excellent. Well, I'm going to find out why that's important after we take a short break here. We'll find out more about Dave's Coffee and talking with Dave Lanning, the owner. Uh, are you also the president? I am, See, yes. I just <laughs> wanted to make I didn't miss any titles. So, co-founder? Co-founder, uh, actually, yes,
1: with my wife. We yeah. we co-found both businesses, so All right, yes.
0: so co-founder, president, and owner. You got it. And other things. Yes, <laughs> er- pretty
1: much everything. All
0: right, we'll be back after this. Dave's Coffee is the subject of today's company break. I'm Mike Mayno. very pleased to be sitting with Dave Lanning, the owner, president, co-founder, and all-around good guy of Dave's Coffee. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes businesses that like Dave's Coffee, there is no Dave.
1: Right, right. It's a, it's <laughs> In your a,
0: case, is it, is it you it, or is it for someone else
1: named it's Dave? It's actually a combination. I have a son. He's Dave Jr., and when we were thinking of what to name our company, um, my wife came up with the idea and said, let's call it Dave's Coffee. And it was a combination of
0: my son and myself. There you go. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, people always go to Greg's restaurant and want to know where Greg is. You got it, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we were talking just before the break about um, the syrup and um, bringing that in-house, and you mentioned something that intrigues me. You said green beans. Yes. Uh, so is that not the kind of that come in the cans that you have for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> right, right.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah, it's funny. A lot
1: of people, you know, they assume coffee is in its roasted form. That's how it is. And, you know, a coffee is actually the seed of a cherry of a plant. And when, when it's raw, when it's, you know, it's harvested, it's the pulp and the cherry is peeled off and the seed is exposed, it's dried, and it, it's actually a, a pale green color. So, you know, that's how we buy our coffee, and that's what you call it, green coffee. Do you have to roasted. get it from
0: Juan, Juan Valdez? Juan no. Valdez, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so does your coffee come from a specific area, or is it is it, you know, seasonal? Like, for example, in the olive oil business, it, depending on the time of year, you buy it from different places. Does that it, happen with coffee? Exactly.
1: You hit the nail on the head right there. It's, it's, it is seasonal. So there are different growing times and harvest times throughout the, the world. And um, we kind of buy in conjunction with that. So when when coffees are harvested and dried and ready to be shipped, that's when we introduce
0: new coffees to our lineup. Anything from uh, this area? Uh, is coffee ever grown in the United States?
1: Aside, from, not in the continental U.S., but you know, Hawaii grows Kona coffee. Okay. Um, but primarily, our coffees all come from Central America, South America, and in Indonesia. Those
0: areas. And that's due to the hot climate, I would guess.
1: The hot climate, and and you know, the it takes a long time to establish coffee as a crop. So um, it, it's five years from the time a coffee plant is planted before they can, can harvest from it. Wow. And okay. so those areas all have established growing uh, plantations and
0: farms. All right. Well, I sidetracked a little bit. We were talking about syrup and bringing that all in-house, and that's uh, something that you're in the process of doing, right? Correct. And right. so Dave's Coffee Syrup is going to be just another product you can buy from the Dave's group, right?
1: Right, right. So we've had our syrup for, you know, for for quite a while and always used a co-packer to help us with with the final stage of the process which is the actual like uh, boiling of the syrup, and then it it goes into our our glass bottles and gets packaged and, and labeled and everything. So
0: for people that aren't familiar with Copac, or essentially what, it's your recipe, if you will. Right. And they just matter, of, put put the pieces together for you.
1: Exactly. It's basically like we're, we're using their equipment and their personnel to do the final stages of our production.
0: But that's going to come in-house now.
1: It is. We've been working for, we've talked about this forever, and been working on it really diligently for the past six months. Um, you know, there's a lot of equipment involved. There's different licensing. You know, from the from the state where um, we're a food producer right now, but now we have to get a bottling license because that that's a whole other um, step of challenges that you have to make sure you do correctly and, and under supervision. But, um, but we're finally at a stage where we have our equipment in, we've got everything in place, and we're just about ready to go.
0: And when this finally happens, are we talking about an additional two employees, ten employees, no additional employees?
1: We will employ, off the bat, we'll be two additional. And then as things get get busier, um, we'll be able to scale up from that. And that's that's one of the reasons why it was important for us to do this um, in-house uh, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of the, the co-packers shut down. Right. So we were basically out of product. And, you know, as you can imagine, we not only selling it ourselves, but supplying it to other accounts that we deal with, multiple markets and so forth. Right. right. So yeah. they don't want to see empty space on their shelf. So if we don't have product to provide to them, it, it's a significant problem. Yeah, once
0: it goes, it's hard to get back.
1: You got it. You got <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. So bringing it in house is not only great for us to, you know, create additional jobs. It gives us the security to know that we will always have a supply of our product, and also opens up the doors for us to expand. Like um, when we first began our syrup, we used to do of our original coffee syrup. We did a vanilla coffee syrup, a mocha coffee syrup, and a decaf version. Hmm. And since we we were at the mercy of a co-packer with what they could produce for us, we could only do our original syrup. So now that we're doing everything in-house, you know, the sky's the limit on what we can do. Yeah.
0: And that... Uh that also translates to the fact about your coffee. You have different flavors of coffee at different times of year. Right, right. Different varietals of coffee. And sometimes people when they hear
1: the word flavors, they think of hazelnut and creme brulee and things like that. Pumpkin. So yeah, <laughs> pumpkin. So we don't we don't do flavored coffee, but we do different varietals of coffee, meaning they come from different parts of the world.
0: Okay. And uh, and that's something that uh, is available now, or when when does that start? So we're here at the beginning of March. Uh, is that when do they t- come into play?
1: Yeah. So we're um, usually quarterly. We introduce new coffees. Okay. So you know, end of March, we kind of roll out our seasonal spring summer blends in varietals. No and,
0: green coffee for St. Patrick's Day. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no green coffee. All right. All right. So we've, we've kind of touched on the fact that um, different coffees, different time of the year. One of the things that uh, WCRI is very fortunate is that we have a worldwide listening audience uh, by streaming and people listening to the podcast and listening live around the world. And lots of times they, they listen because they maybe were from Rhode Island. And um, or spend time here in the service, or whatever. There's some kind of connection. Relatives live here, and they hanker for something from Rhode Island. So can people buy your product and have it shipped to them?
1: Yes, we we currently ship all over the United States and to Canada, Um, so davescoffee.com, very easy to remember. Um, We offer all of our coffees, and we also offer a really nice service, it's uh, a subscription service. And you know the subscription term is kind of like a little negative in some people's mind because they feel like they're locked into something. Like, mm-hmm. oh boy, I sign up for something, and right,
0: it's a timeshare all over. You're right, right.
1: <laughs> so, so I like to call it roast on demand. So what we do is, you know, people sign up for this service. They tell us how frequently they would like to get their coffee, and then when that time comes up an order is automatically generated. We roast the coffee, ship it to them. And it arrives pretty much anywhere in the U S within two to three days. So it's one of the best ways to get the freshest coffee. And it's super easy to, to cancel it, to, pause it, to suspend it, whatever you want to do. We don't make it difficult at all. I'm
0: going away on vacation for a month, so I don't want to come in this month.
1: Right. Or Or if you just find yourself with too much coffee, you pause it for a few weeks or a month Mm -hmm. or whatever and then start it up again.
0: And you mentioned U.S. and Canada. Correct. Okay, and that's it. So if you're listening in Spain, (laughs) tough luck. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately shipping of a $15 bag of coffee. Right. Um sometimes the 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 economics of the
0: shipping just aren't in our favor. Okay, no, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. So all right, we've uh talked about the seasonal coffee and uh the fact that uh there's going to be some new stuff always happening so people can go to the website davescoffee.com. Correct. That's pretty simple. Right, uh, right. <laughs> so it's D A V E S no apostrophe. No. Obviously davescoffee.com and uh, one of the things that they might see on there is something about uh, community involvement is there anything that's uh, on the site about that? Uh, yes there is it's, there's an about us section
1: on our site and um, you know it's we're fortunate to live in a small community here where we know a lot of our neighbors and um, it's nice to be able to repurpose your your product um, pieces of your product in production that you don't have a use for for example for us with our cold brew we do it in really large batches of 135 gallons so we have a lot of coffee grinds that are that to us are not usable but we partner up with with a company in charlestown called earth care farms and they make an amazing compost, in, and they use a lot of the fish because of the you know the fishing industry in Point Judith and Narragansett. Right. And then they also add coffee grinds to it and things that incorporate um, a lot of nitrogen and and vitamins into the soil. Um, so it's nice to be able to work with companies that can reuse your your byproducts in a in a good way.
0: Now, I've always heard people taking coffee grounds and putting them around their garden and stuff like that, and that's something that's. Uh... Good to do. It's absolutely good to All do. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, I want to make sure we're not leading someone astray. Here. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so take those coffee grounds. Don't dump them in the trash, and and put them right out in your own. Uh, even if you have window box flowers, it exactly doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Right, right. All right, right. All right. So um, one of the things that Dave's Coffee also offers is some delivery of product. Right. So if you're in the local area and. Um, or can people pick it up with a mobile app or something like that?
1: Yes, pick up. We don't we don't deliver, but we we have a really strong following ever since the pandemic of of mobile ordering. Mm-hmm. So it makes it really convenient for people to to place their order, especially if you're in a hurry. You know, you some of the things like we house make breakfast sandwiches in, in our both our locations, and they take you know five, six, seven minutes to to make. So it's just really convenient to place your order on our app when you leave your house. You stop in, your order is sitting, bagged up, ready to go on the counter. You grab it, you're on your way. Excellent. Yeah, and I think that's something that, that one of the good things that came out of the pandemic is just you know convenience and making life easier for the customer, something like that.
0: People learning that that's a good way to go. It's not a bad thing. Right. It's a, it's a way to help, and it's a way it helps you as a business too because you can control. You know rather than having a line out the door like I mentioned earlier absolutely uh, that you can control what needs to be done and when
1: right. and it's also a good way to see because we we frequently change our menu. you know we we bake everything in-house at both of our locations um, and so we change up things on the menu depending on different holidays coming up or or the season, so it's a good way to, to to go on the app, and you can see exactly what we have fresh baked that morning. Aside from you know our, your coffee drinks, in in order from there.
0: So you're talking like muffins and
1: muffins, breakfast sandwiches. We do delicious scones, chocolate chip cookies, and then like I said, we also do seasonal things. We had some really fun things for for Thanksgiving and Christmas and Valentine's mm-hmm. Day and times of the year that you know it's, you can do some really fun. Baked goods. Excellent. What are the
0: hours that uh, you're open?
1: So both locations are open seven a.m. to four p.m.
0: So if I was staying in Providence and I got up at five thirty <laughs> and I wanted to get a cup of coffee,
1: <laughs> hopefully you're staying somewhere and they'll have the Dave's coffee. Like ready-to-brew uh, sachets <laughs> sitting on your on We'll your have sand. that. That'll yes. be the catch. That'll, that'll be what we do.
0: So 7 o'clock till what time? 4 p.m. 4 p.m. So uh, basically uh, through lunch, are there lunch products also?
1: Not lunch products, but primarily breakfast and then a lot Probably of- I mean
0: you can get a breakfast sandwich uh, for uh, lunch. Yes, yeah, that yes. Thing. I mean, that's yes. available all day long? It is, yeah. Okay, so that's good. So you can get a little, a little munch, a little, uh, you know- A little something. Now, I I have a business tip for you, Dave. Okay. All right. Your your South Main Street location. Yes. Chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Now, if you were open at midnight. (laughs) The university would be flooding in there for oh, a midnight yes, snack. Yes, right. <laughs> so, think about that. You know, right. You never, you never know. But, well, it's been a pleasure to have you back again. It's uh, There's always something new happening. Uh, we could probably continue this for another hour, but we're out of time. I think we've touched on most of the things. Anything else you just want to tell our audience? I think we talked about your community involvement and uh, the fact that there's seasonal coffees coming up. Lots of things we touched on.
1: Yeah, I did too. I think we we discussed a lot in a short amount of time and it, it was a lot of fun.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you for coming in, Dave. And don't forget also when you're down uh, to Galapagos, uh, the boutique that's there, and uh, so you can do a little shopping. Now, can they take the coffee into the shop? More than welcome. Really? Yes. So, see, that's something that's unusual, too. (laughs) Dave's coffee is welcome. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again, Dave. And the rest of you will see you next time on Company Break. Whistle while you work. Thank you for listening to WCRI's presentation of Company Break. I'm Mike Mayo hoping you have a great weekend.